You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Andy Smith. And I'm Tim Fulton. And this is some good shit. Oh, There's no bad stuff out in the world out there right now. And we like to cheer you guys up. So that's why we come to you with all this good shit, a.k.a. some good news. I got four cool stories for you guys. You ready? Lay them on me, brother. Lay them on me. So... It takes the world's ending to make it happen, but we have a new episode of Parks and Rec. You have never seen, and this is me. You know what? It is like the office, but the outside version. Okay. It's one of those, it's just like the office. It's one of those shows where you love it and you get addicted to it the second you start watching. And the fact that they made an episode of people doing, like, the whole self-quarantine thing, it was absolutely hysterical. Oh, so I have to, like, watch the whole original thing to get this. None of it would make any sense to you. But for Uh, people who have watched the show, you're welcome. It's on YouTube and CBS or one of those, whatever, but it is absolutely hysterical. Yeah, I got it. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to just binge watch six seasons of Parks and Rec now, just so I can watch this one episode of the Corona Chronicles. You will, uh, Chris. I was Pratt. Say Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris Pratt was in it. This, he was in this before he got big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was his big break. I guess right. Yeah, it was. I think. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool that they came back just to just to do that because that show's been off the air for a long time. couple years now, right? Yeah, yeah, for a hot minute. Yeah. Well, that's that's pretty fucking cool for the Parks and Recs fans. Yeah, it was mm. enjoyable. They did mm. a good job of making it, like, of, like, doing it on screens. I can't describe it. It was a really good episode. Yeah. Random, but good. Yeah, I can't really, I don't really have much to contribute here, because this, that means kind of not, like, I don't, <laughs> never saw it. I wish I had more. I feel, feel kind of at a loss a right con- now. Yeah, you rarely have things to contribute, so we're just going to go on ahead to the next story. Yeah. Speaking of parks and recreation, Pakistan of all places. So apparently, like everywhere else, because of the coronavirus, there they have a huge uh, unemployment issue. So the Pakistani government hired thousands of unemployed people to plant billions of trees. If that oh, makes, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like a huge, like, wide-scale project that's going on. So they're combating both the unemployment, unemployment problem and the ecological problem at the same time, which I think is a dope idea. And what's the what's the issue with the trees over there? They just... They just want to plant trees. It's all like a whole, like, green initiative type thing. Oh, okay. So they're they're just basically planting them because there was a, there was a low number of them or they just want to just kind of... I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like the landscape over there. Uh, I don't know what the actual topography thing <laughs> issue is. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but um... that's pretty dope, though. That they're like paying people to do that when they're unemployed. Yeah, it makes so much. You know what this reminds me of? During the Great Depression, there were so many people who were unemployed, but like that was like the generation where like you worked for money. So part of like the great new deals and all that, they would instead of just giving unemployment to people, they worked for it. But not because like the government was evil about it, but because like people wanted a sense of like accomplishment. Yeah. So I remember hearing a story. This is like 
seventh or eighth grade type of history so take this with a grain of salt (laughs) but like they would literally have people like dig trenches and tell them it would be for like waterways and then like the next day they would have a different group of people come in and fill in the trench with the dirt that's right there really yeah but that way people like felt like they earned money and it wasn't just like it like helped beat the depression no pun intended like people like felt accomplished i feel like they could have found so many more useful things for them to do than dig a hole and have the next crew fill it in but i like i like where their head was at yeah the concept was cool yeah maybe maybe not an a plus project maybe like a b (laughs) minus yeah i mean even like maybe just i don't know how the streets were back then they're probably pretty clean back then i guess but no, no, I see. I see your point, though. There is something to be said about like earning a dollar as opposed to receiving a dollar, especially for people who want that. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you end up unemployed and you've always been a hardworking individual, you don't feel comfortable getting the take or getting a handout. No. Not that you don't deserve it, but you want to earn it. Well, yeah, most most people don't want to get free money for something in that kind of a way. It's not like yeah. winning the lottery. Um, most people want to go to work and, and, and have what's theirs. They don't want to have to feel like they're, they're at, um, at the mercy of somebody else giving them money. So it makes total sense. Yeah, it does make a lot of sense. So I thought that was pretty cool. Good on you, Pakistan. Good on you, Pakistan. I don't say that enough. (laughs) (laughs) Next. All right. So our next two stories, we're doing an update on a couple of stories we did several weeks ago. Oh. First and foremost, you remember me talking about that drug, Remdesivir? That sounds like a cologne or a perfume. You might have said that the first time. So Remdesivir was the corona drug that had gone through an initial clinical study. They said, don't get your hopes up too, too much that it was going to be some like miracle cure thing, but things were looking super duper positive. Okay. So they did a second round of clinical studies and they're still going with that. Again, it's not a miracle cure. It's not going to be a type of thing where you take it and all is better, but they're saying that for people who are severely ill, that it will rid the body of the virus four days faster than what is normal. So for people who take 15 days to get uh, over the virus naturally, it will now take 11 days. That doesn't sound super duper significant, but it actually is for multiple reasons. One, uh, it shows that, what was I going to say? It might cut out the worst part of it. Yeah, exactly. It cuts out the worst part of it, which is what a lot of people are leaning towards. Plus, people who leave the hospital fast, faster was themselves less intense yeah, so the yeah, hospital, yeah so the hospitals are gonna have are gonna be freeing up a little bit more not suit not a lot a lot a lot but enough to make a huge amount of difference and last but not least um dr anthony fauci or fucci the guy who's been the president's side throughout all this uh basically said this also proves that we can make viral medication to combat the corona drug so this is like we're imagining this as the first wave of initiative and it shows that things can improve from here well that's 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 really good stuff i mean not for nothing but if it's 14 days and you can cut three days off of that that's a significant percentage of days it takes to get like you said get healthy and the thing is is that if it gets people even if it 
if it cuts out the the like 10% down on the, your symptom side effects, that might yeah. be the difference of somebody, you know, having to need a respirator or not needing a respirator or it, staying in the hospital, um, you know, indefinitely or, or getting out. So that's a, that's a good thing. You know what? I, yeah. I, I wish I, I wish that we knew that we weren't like dumb and we knew somebody <laughs> smart who kn- like knew what it meant, like legitimately could like break it down for like what, it means to have something go through clinical trials because we hear that a lot, but it'd be nice to have somebody just basically say like, all right, this is what this actually means. Not what they want you to think it means, but it means that we tested on 50 people. It means that we have to have an 80% success rate and then we can go to the second batch or whatever, because I will will say this. I don't know what the exactly what you're going towards. Um, I, I know what you're trying to say, but just, just because I, I just would like to know what that means. Because, like, I just feel like when they say things are in critical clinical trials, I don't like. I don't know what that. I just want to know what that, like, in, like that process is. I would like yeah. to know what that process is. Um, I will say that normally drugs take significantly longer to come out to market. However, because Corona is such a big deal, so normally the FDA requires you to give an in-depth analysis that shows the risks of a drug. And they will tell you, yes, it's okay, or no, the risks are too high, and we're we're not allowing it. But they fast track this because it's such a huge issue. So it it didn't go through the same amount of trials or whatever has to happen that normal drugs take. They're just they're convinced enough that the uh, benefits outweigh the risks. Yeah, I, I'm just interested in that whole process of how they like like how they go about like approving and disapproving things like that. I just interested in, in to hear from somebody like in the know, like yeah, who, yeah. who actually would do that. Not that we're going to find anybody, but yeah. I so, well, that, that's, that's sounds like it's going to be good news. Yeah. Yeah. It's a step in the right direction. You know, it's not going to be some miracle like tomorrow. Everything's going to be better. You can't go to your local pharmacy to get like some remdesivir and make it all go away. Yeah. But it's a, it's a huge step in the right direction. It's going to relieve the hospitals a little bit more, especially now that restrictions are lightening up a little bit. Um, so hopefully everyone knows that there's going to be a second wave of this thing. So yeah. hopefully during the next second wave of this, it's going to be handled a little bit better. and We're going to be a little bit more prepared. That's all we can ask for. Yeah. I'm, I'm just hoping that it's not going to be like this crazy thing, like the flu where like it goes. It could, I mean, there, we're, we're going to figure it out eventually. Like yeah. it's just going to take time. But um, I just hope that it doesn't keep just like changing every year like like the flu does, because that that would just mean basically, you know, it's, a, it's just a matter of time before, you know, we, we kind of go through this whole thing. But yeah, they're, they're, it sounds like they're really pushing and working on this stuff. Um, there's only so fast, like you said, they can go because they don't want to like put something out that hasn't been tried and tested. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's that sounds like it's it's promising. Steps in the right direction. And you got one more for us? I do. One more recap story. So you remember me telling you about how my sister-in-law, Jen, was making face masks for the general public and for hospitals? I do. So I was curious the other day, this was almost a full week ago, and she's been, this is one lone girl working on a little sewing machine, making masks as fast as her little hands could. Cinderella, Cinderella. (laughs) So I asked her, how many masks do you think you've made so far? And she said, well, over 300. This was a week ago. Wow. Yeah. So it's gotten to the point where not only has she given them to uh, the hospitals, every 
every food station in my town or food service group has gotten masks from her. We have McDonald's wearing her mask. Every single deli is wearing her masks. People all over the place. You can you like see strangers wearing her masks constantly because they're becoming so popular. That's and so it dope. Ha- it has gotten to the point, and I'm not even joking, someone from the U.S. military contacted her to ask her to make masks for troops that are currently stationed in Afghanistan. Wow. Yeah. That's so, fucking awesome. Yeah, I was dying to tell you this story, but I wanted to tell it to you on the podcast first. No, I love shit like that. Yeah, so our men at arms and women at arms are going to soon be rocking Jennifer Fulton face masks. That's awesome. She's got to like put her little signature like a like an all star uh, professional athlete, just like made by Jen Fulton. Um, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should give her a shout out because this all originally stemmed. She has a small business too. She, uh, it's called Personalized by Pinecliffe LLC. You can find it on Facebook. Um, she doesn't do any of the face masks for profit. It's purely uh, everything is free. Some people will give her donations just so she can keep buying stuff. But if you want to help out Jennifer Fulton, the person, the business, Personalized by Pinecliffe on Facebook. Sounds like a, like a good fucking deed that she's doing there. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of work, dude. She's rocking it. She's it's a lot of work. A, she's doing a really good job. Yeah. Shout out to you, Jen. Good on you. Good on you, Jen. Good job, Jen. Um, yeah. So any final thoughts on this week's episode of some good shit? Only that there's plenty more good out there. You just got to keep your eyes peeled. And I'm sure you guys are keeping <laughs> your eyes peeled at home. So why don't you tell us what your good news is in the comments down below or let us know what you thought of these stories. Don't forget to like and subscribe and also keep your eyes peeled at BrodownPro.com where you can get a whole bunch of cool shit. We can. We should We should see about face masks if we can figure out a way to I – don't, I don't know how to knit or sew. <laughs> um, They'll be very, just going to staple some T-shirts together with some rubber bands or something. No one's going to want them. Dude, um, it'd be so bad. I want one for this cardboard cutout in the, in the Dude, office. Dude, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Cardboard see, cutout, Tim needs a face mask. See if uh, your sister has one that like she messed up. Or I, your, your I, sister-in-law, or like one that she doesn't want to donate because I don't want to take a good one. See if she's yeah. got one that like is not like she can't use. Yeah. Um. And I'll I'll whip it on this uh, cardboard cutout because I'm getting a little sick and tired of that stupid smile. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's been it for some good shit this week, folks. Uh, tune in next time. We will catch you guys later. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all 